In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Remove him from office. No Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut Who is up, man? Listen. Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And if you're just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. And today is a big day. We are recording just hours after Biden probably yeah. <laughs> was, was given Definitely the raise. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's clear that Americans have elected Joe Biden, but we're still in this weird purgatory. Yeah, we were talking about that just before we came on. So we're recording at around noon on Friday. By now, you guys probably can tell we record at noon every day, Eastern time. And overnight, uh, Biden passed Trump in Pennsylvania and Georgia. I mean, everything is going as we suspected it would two days ago. Like these votes are overwhelmingly going to Biden and there is no path. There is, they locked the airspace over Biden's house. They're working on the transition. Everything is sort of ready to go, but there are not big projections. And we were just talking about how, you're right, he's holding us hostage. There's only one reason there's not a projection. Well, it's, because we are hostages to him and his tantrums, that is the only reason the outlets, and I think even in some cases, possibly the states themselves are like being so cautious about reporting and like being really slow about it. Because I think they're just like afraid of like, ugh, like I don't want to be the one to tell him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like it's kind of a collective situation of that. But actually, what it's funny because. Yes, that is like kind of the the scenario. But in reality, when we're looking back on this, we're going to remember it as like a week-long defeat-a-palooza taking us through like multiple states and like in every state and every county, like you could get really granular about what leader or individual in the past has Trump fucked with from that state that is like (laughs) each one is like getting their own Donald Trump, welcome to your tape, courtesy of... (laughs) Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Obviously, what we're talking about is that this race is too close to call, but you know, the Trump campaign is still saying everywhere that they think they won. They're launching lawsuits. I mean, also, you know, I saw a lot on Twitter, like, why aren't people calling this? The big ones that we rely on to call have not called it yet. I'm kind of nervous about when they will, because like you said, it's like, he's clearly going to win Pennsylvania soon. But we were saying this morning, it's like, that's the presidency. But are they going to report Biden won Pennsylvania, but we're not yet calling the presidency? I think the projections we saw this morning leave us, lead us to believe that we're going to get the calls when Pennsylvania is won, if that's the first thing that happens. I have a feeling that they want to just like wait until the leads are like a little bit larger. And also because there is this situation where like some have called Arizona and some haven't. 
well, the AP, which is what we're working off of, they've called Arizona. But until like NBC News and like CBS and all of the ones that are on like, I think it's called like the Edison service that yeah. they that they call it, I think that AP doesn't want to, and probably Fox doesn't want to call the race until all the other networks are on their page about Arizona. And then I think they might just feel safer calling in that situation. Yeah, I think the early Arizona call, but what people are not saying about the Arizona call is that Arizona like overestimated how many, like uh, the amount of ballots in a certain area by quite a lot on that night. And that's what AP based their projection off of. I think it was like 100,000. They haven't retracted it because I assume they think that Biden's still on the path. And literally just before we started, we got a big batch from Maricopa County that was not as favorable for Trump. So I'm sure there's a reason they haven't retracted that because it would be a very good reason to be like, oh, we were using math that was incorrect. We'll Well, take it back. Right, right, right. I did do remember seeing that about how there was like half as many outstanding ballots as they had said, but it would look really bad for them to retract. So bad. And then it would delegitimize everything, you know, their calls for the rest of the race, which is the big one. Right. So I think they're probably, they probably think, oh, he still will win. Biden will still win Arizona. So unless it needs to be retracted, I don't think they want to retract it because they probably don't want to be like, we're going to retract it and then we're going to call it for him again. Because that's even like weirder. Yeah, that's true. So before we go into our next segment, how do you feel? I don't feel anything. Um, I am in like a mix of elation and disbelief and... Like I, I have a little bit of nerves, obviously. Like I'm not gonna lie that it does the lack of concession, like it makes me nervous. But you looking at the substance of it, I'm like, okay, he like I don't I don't think that any of these lawsuits are gonna go through. Not a single one has had any merit except for one that like allowed his supporters to go like fourteen feet closer to the polls. Exactly. Place. Like like there's literally like nothing that they've won. The ballots are legal like I, I can't believe I even have to say that yeah. but these are just the votes that they're counting this whole thing was again like I think that he thought that this he would be able to coup in this in these three days like that was his plan that's like why he took the Supreme Court because he doesn't mm-hmm. really fucking understand how any of it works so I think that was his plan to kind of like use these three days which it really did take um to try to coup but it's not working because and and you know what it might have worked if he had ever been ahead but he was never ahead if they had stopped the counting he still would have lost i know counting he still would have lost so just like the complete it like just didn't really work for him and like i said it it actually just kind of created a slow rolling victory for joe biden which tortured (laughs) us but yeah it was it was full of beautiful metaphors. It's really funny. So we've actually been getting a lot of questions from from listeners about these lawsuits because people are getting nervous. And what is interesting is it's like the moments that we were really scared about before the campaign about these lawsuits and oh no, it's like they've happened and they've been resolved and they've like we're there and judges are saying this is bullshit like every step of the way. So there are lawsuits um, mainly over things like stopping the counts or like you said, getting poll observers like just even closer. I don't know why they need to be close, what they want to be in their laps for, but they want to like harass them. It's they want just to like them, a yeah. form of harassment. It's funny that they think that the Democrats are the ones uh, changing the votes, which like there was something in Arizona with the Sharpie that they were like, you used a Sharpie on a ballot and therefore disenfranchised people. And they were like, there's no well, logic so, to that. So, it's like, well, why do you want to get so close to the ballots? 
Well, it's so interesting because there was a controversy over Sharpies in Arizona, but that's because in some counties, the voting machines were better if you use a Sharpie and in some they're worse. So that, you know, social media and like things swirling led to a lot of like, oh my God, like, well, it was stolen, but it was not stolen. None of this, all of this has been debunked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, every lawsuit that they're bringing, the judges are saying, and a lot of them Republican appointees, the judges are like, rolling their eyes. I mean, this is going to be an amazing montage in the series or the movie, just like judges sitting down. Like I've literally been reading about them being like just exasperated, like, well, you have your hearing. There was one amazing moment where um, in Pennsylvania, basically the Trump campaign was trying to say they didn't have enough access. Their poll watchers couldn't get close enough. They had just vague, like, we're not in there enough. There's an issue. We need more. And basically the judge kept pushing and pushing and pushing him to answer, like, but do you have people in there? Because that's the problem. And the Trump campaign lawyer replied, there's a non-zero number of people in the room. (laughs) That's a meme. That's hilarious. (laughs) Who is the Trump? Which is the Trump lawyer at this point? Like, who is? Oh, I have no idea. Who knows? They have like dozens of people that they're just throwing in there. And everything's either getting thrown out because there's not enough evidence or would affect such a small number of votes, which is a crazy thing to say in such a close race. It's a close race right now. Who knows where this is all going to land in a couple days? But there are also a few outstanding lawsuits in Nevada and a big dem leading county in Pennsylvania, Allegheny County. They won't be counting until later today. I believe Nevada, who is really getting dragged, <laughs> is going to go into the weekend. Um, again, we're in a they had all day, week. They, I don't know what's going on. They had all they week. took they took an administrative day on Wednesday. Right. It was like yeah. a company retreat. They had a training. Elise, that was so funny yesterday in the podcast. Oh, yeah, there's in the break whole rant about that. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. I really, I keep waiting because I'm pretty soft. You know that. You know, when people kind of joke about things, sometimes I'm like, oh, but they're counting. And now it's been three days. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening, Nevada? You know, I also also was like, oh, do I make fun of them? I'm like, because like in reality, the people actually doing it are like, A little bit of American heroes. It's, oh know, my like, god! Are you gonna send open yeah. envelopes for a day? Like, yeah. But, I know. I'd be like, "Fuck you! I'll leave then." Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Like, I do feel badly about it, but it's also funny. So yeah. Um, right. I mean, it's one of those yeah. things where yeah. I always am sort of startled when I realize that everybody is now in our lane, and so like the memes are going to get a little bit more distance from the actual thing that's happening. And that's okay. It's the president's right. historic presidential election. It's okay to let people have a little catharsis about Nevada. We're not mad. Nevada. They're going to be mad at Nevada. <laughs> oh my God. Nevada. I had a- <laughs> yeah. Nevada. No, I know it is. Yeah. Look, you just got to have a little fun with it. It's nothing personal. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's also not really the poll workers' fault. It is the fault of, in many cases, like these legislatures or these just actions that have been taken to purposely delay the counts. Like, for example, for, there's some technicality where in Allegheny County, they can't count again until 5 p.m. tonight. So we're literally just, I think that is actually possibly why uh, Pennsylvania hasn't been called because they want to see like this last batch in Allegheny County. Yeah. I also think that the media knows that there are already hostile, angry Trump supporters outside of these polling places. And the second this race is called, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be like too alarmist, but that it's going to get more intense. There will be some intensity, some places. Um, 
And I wonder if that's part of their calculus too, is they just don't want there to be any doubt so that they can like minimize the hostility and the emotion. I mean, I don't even know if that's possible, but I wonder if that's a calculus too and why it's just so, we're all being held hostage by Trump and what he has done to our institutions and just our norms. And you're right, like, why is it Friday? I can't believe that we're still doing this. I feel insane. I, everyone feels insane. Everyone like, feels everyone. insane. We're all working at strange hours. And it's like, like I always get on Slack at like seven, but I'm like, oh, everybody's here. Hello. Right, right. <laughs> Same. I'm, we're, we're, we're early Slackers. Yeah. But now everyone's up with us. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So I want to talk about Georgia. So last night, Biden overtook Trump, which we saw coming uh, after late night numbers from Clayton County, which uh, includes the district that was represented by the late John Lewis, which is delicious, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, heavy Democratic area, Georgia. So this morning, just before we came on, Biden is leading. I mean, that was an amazing moment to watch Georgia cross over. And Flip. I think that's how it's going to stay. Um, yeah. It's obviously, oh, it all to Stacey Abrams. Yeah, that's also the viral thought this yeah. morning. Stacey Abrams, I Saved mean, democracy. She proved that you don't need to pander to like one group. Like, it's really about like mobilizing people, organizing a large number of people who weren't voting before based on having good ideas that will help them. Yeah, yeah. And making voting not such a difficult thing to do. Yeah, I think we need to talk be. about that. Not today, yeah. obviously, yeah. but like the difficulty, the 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 to do that it requires to vote, even in New York, not totally. it's not okay. You do have to be so motivated, and it, luckily we had a president who is a fucking psychopath and seems <laughs> to have motivated enough people to take the time to go through this process. But so Georgia's super right. close, and Georgia election officials this morning announced that they they said we are doing a recount. They have to be asked, and I guess they just assume they're going to be asked, or maybe it's just so close they're just going to do it themselves. The margin there is super close. There is outstanding votes. Something that's been not confusing me, Sammy, but you know how it will say, you know, 95% reporting. Sometimes that refers to precincts, and sometimes that refers to the actual number of votes. I think it, like, depends. 
I'm not positive about this, but when it says statewide, I believe that that's percent of precincts. And then when it's within the county, I think that's percent of votes. That's what I read. Thank you. Perfect. So we're getting close to the end, but there's such a small margin. Right now, Biden is ahead by about 2,000 votes. This is at noon. So a candidate can request a recount after the results are certified, which I don't know when that will happen in Georgia. And there has to be a margin of about 0.5 points, which I think it's, I mean, right now it's literally tied. It's, it's within, it's 49.4 versus 49.4. So there will be a recount, but keep in mind that recounts barely ever show significant changes. Uh, they show like a matter of dozens of changes. And of course, races can be close, but it's right. not something to worry the, about. I think their goal with the recount is more about getting things thrown out than it is about actually counting again. Like yeah. they don't care about the count. But regardless, 270. We're past that. Georgia is icing exactly. at this point. Georgia is beautiful, delicious icing with funfetti sprinkles that I ate the other night while waiting <laughs> for the results. It's a delicious peach cupcake that we are going to be talking about nonstop <laughs> for the next two months. This is now the Betches Georgia podcast. This is the Betches Georgia podcast. I was thinking that last night. I was so pissed there's a pandemic because I totally would have wanted to like go down there, do something fun. I mean, it's going to be fun. Atlanta seems fun. Oh, oh my God. Atlanta, Savannah, Georgia's the best. It's so fun because we hate Kelly Leffler. She's loathsome. Yeah. And we adore John Ossoff. So it's actually going to be like a fun time rather than just trying to kill there- people. Joe Biden is great. It's, it's actually, we literally have like two solid Democrats versus right. two crooks. It's crooks. beautiful. It's beautiful. And yeah. And obviously Kelly Leffler sucks and I hate her, but Raphael Warnock is also exceedingly amazing and a perfect person to replace her. It's not just that she's terrible. Right, right. <sighs> but it is fun to talk about how terrible she is. But I do want to say there is a little more hope in the Senate than people are talking about. This Alaska Senate race, which is very much in the, in the middle of being counted. The Senate is not gone. We could still flip the Senate. I know there was like a lot of like, oh, we lost the Senate. But I actually, we did not lose the Senate. They do not have 50 seats. They have 48 seats. This Alaska Senate race could flip. Dr. Al Gross, could Democrat, could be the senator. We, they will lose a seat. We will gain one. Then we have these two runoffs in Georgia, and then that is the game. Then you know if we flip the Senate. And if we did, which we still can do, the world I mean, is our literal oyster. A literal oyster. And I mean, Georgia, you can, you can vote in that race even if you didn't vote in this one. You can still register. You have to register by like December 7th. And I mean, think of how many people and that if you're didn't 17 vote. and yeah. if you turn 18 by the day of the election, you also can vote. That's amazing. I'm sure there are so many people that just missed it and are going to be so excited to be able to like have their, their voice in this. Oh my God. Yeah. All the November and December babies. Right, right. And there's Georgia so many who are yeah. 17. <laughs> All of them. There's got to be millions. Yeah. <laughs> Let's create a pack of like, yeah, we should just start a them. Facebook group. We should, a community. <laughs> November, December babies who are 17 in Georgia right now. Get on TikTok, yeah. get the word out. Yeah. Uh, it's also, I mean, I think of people that maybe, I mean, Georgia turnout, exceptional, amazing, unbeatable. We love you. We owe so much to you. But I can't help but think there are also so many people who just didn't know that their vote would matter, that seeing the nation, a Biden-Harris administration depends on them getting their senators. I mean, no pressure, but I do think it's going to be a, it's going to be an intense two months and it's going to be crazy turnout. And unfortunately, you have very, very rich people who are going to be maybe helping either side. It's, it's interesting because 
this is really critical. Like this is basically election day again. You know, this yeah. is basically like having a midterm election in two months because what oh we are God. determining is the balance of power. So it's really exciting, but um, terrifying. And yeah. Yeah. So let's sort of check in on how Republicans are handling this. So I, I read that the, that the Biden camp, they're gesturing that like we're, we're in a winning posture. There are planes over Biden's house. Like we're going, it's happening. They're putting feelers out to like business leaders, just big, important people, lawmakers, like please express confidence in the democratic process. Very basic things. Um, Some are doing that. I mean, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania denounced Trump's speech last night. I did not watch it. Sammy, did you? So I did watch it. Um, MSNBC, which I faithfully watch, um, cut into it. And I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to switch to Fox and see what they say. (laughs) And I think every outlet cut into it except for Fox. Fox played it, but I will say that I noticed they are not as in the tank as they have been in the past Starting with their chirons, their chirons are like not pushing the the message. And I know that like a big thing for Fox is that like a lot of people just listen on mute. So the chirons are critical with Fox. Interesting. And the other thing is that after their coverage of the speech, they weren't like, yeah, they were like, we haven't really seen any evidence of this. Um, Aileen told me this morning that Brett Baer was talking to the RNC, an RNC spokeswoman, and he was like, there's no evidence. And I just think that it is critical to this, to to Trump's coup succeeding, that Fox News gets on his messaging. And I don't think they're going to. And I think the reason is because Rupert Murdoch's a money guy. Like, I don't think he actually cares about any of this that much. And markets are signaling that they want Biden to win. They prefer if Republicans kept the Senate. Isn't that Biden so winning. interesting that like the best outcome for Wall Street is a div- is divided government? Like I think yeah. prefer. Yeah, they I don't re- want it to. Be, they don't want. They don't want anything to get, to get anything done. Done. Right. Yeah. So that's what they want. Like they're. I think the second best is like Republican all around. But I read the best for them is just divided in any case. Yeah. So <laughs> so. so they want Biden to be the president. I also think that they probably don't love that every time he just feels like tweeting something, it sends the market into a complete frenzy. Like, I just think that their lives would be a lot easier if that didn't happen. Yeah, there are so many people's jobs who's probably their whole job is to just like calm people down, investors down when Trump says something crazy and somebody's like, I want to take my money out of this bank. It's like, no, 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 it's fine. Maybe all those people need to find new jobs. Yeah, so all this is to say that Fox News, which is necessary for Trump, carrying this out is not going to go for it. Right, right. But some, yeah. yeah. And because they've called Arizona, they may end up being one of the first uh, outlets to call the presidency. Delightful, delightful turn of events. So Fox News, yeah, it's interesting that the thing that seems to be repeated from the mid-tier people is like, there's no evidence. They're not saying there's no voter fraud. They're just repeating there's no evidence, except for Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz. So Lindsey Graham went on Fox News last night and he suggested that Pennsylvania's GOP-controlled legislature should tell its electors to vote for Donald Trump instead of Joe Biden. Let's listen to a clip of that. Should these Republican lawmakers in Pennsylvania and elsewhere, if there's corruption in the law, they don't abide by the law and they don't allow observers in as the law calls for, should they then invalidate this? 
I think everything should be on the table. So there's the process of observing an election that's being violated. Philadelphia elections are crooked as a snake. This is what I don't understand, Sammy. And I am naive, I know. Trump is losing. He's about to lose. Lindsey Graham is continuing to humiliate himself and say insane things. Why? I have my theories, but they were considered slanderous. So I knew that right when you said, yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. There are reasons that maybe one day we will read about in books. I have faith that we will read about them. And I think I know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And also, meanwhile, Ted Cruz basically backed the campaign's illegitimate claims of voter fraud. He said that the Justice Department should get involved and the Supreme Court should get involved. How is Heidi Cruz still married to this man? I don't know. Have some self-respect, Heidi. I mean, we should be hearing from Marco Rubio any minute now if we're if we have the bandwagon of spineless freaks. Like I don't. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So hopefully we will be coming back on Monday with a new president-elect. I mean, every day I think we're going to get it sooner. Every day I think is the day, but I think every few say. hours I'm like, I think they're going to call it by one p.m. I think they're going to call it by one a.m. I think they're going to call it tonight. I think right. they're going to call it in the, by the morning. Yeah. That's why when people ask me, I'm like, I, I, I've been wrong every time. Don't ask me. Don't, don't plan around what I think. I have no idea. I wouldn't actually bank on. And my, my fiance has like, I mean, he's been right the whole time. He's like not bothered. What did he say? He's, when it's going to happen? I don't know. But every day he's like, you're being ridiculous. It's not going to. And he's been right about everything. What, but what he's like, he's right definitely going to. Well, he just knew. On, I mean, everything we said that it would take a long time has yeah. proven true. And so that's what he was like, why are you going to bother watching TV until like Thursday? And he was right. Because we like it. Okay? Exactly. Like we exactly. like it. We like he, it. Right. Right. He doesn't get it. Let's not I pretend like that it. we don't like it. <laughs> this is my, I don't have sports. I mean, as much as this is insane, I also am sort of like, I find that I'm very hyper present in every moment of it because I know it's like when you reflect on intense scenarios that you didn't know were intense at the time, it like prepares you to try to be more present the next time. And it's not like I'm having fun. I mean, I'm kind of having a little bit of fun. But it's just, it could very, be way less fun. Yeah, it could be bleak. But I'm very aware of no, like this I'm is fun. we're gonna remember this. This is a collective experience that we're all having this again. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's intense, and it's intense, and hopefully it's winding down soon. But um, I'll tell you, I'm having fun. I wasn't having fun on election night, but no. I'm having I'm having fun now. At this point, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like let's I keep wanting go. to uh, for the past couple of days, whenever I've thought about Arizona, I've want I've gotten physically sick. But then as as it's become clear there are paths without it, I feel fine. I do just want to say uh before we wrap up one thing, which is that like everyone all if I hear the term razor thin margins one more fucking time. I'm going to lose it because this actually is not a razor thin margin race. Biden's winning by many states. It will turn out to be more than razor thin margins in a lot of these states. And like maybe the popular vote total, he's going to win the popular vote total by potentially four or five points, not four or five million votes. Like more than that. So this is not a close race. It's been protracted, which has made it feel, yeah. you know, the first night I remember it's like, well, so much for beating him like a drum. And now I'm like, I think we beat him like a drum. Right. Exactly. Like it, it actually wasn't close and they might've lost the Senate too. Yeah. I mean, I, we've been hearing a lot this week about, you know, moral victory versus political victory and yeah, I mean, yeah. getting Texas and Florida, I guess, would have been. I don't know. I don't want to say that was a moral failure because I just think I think that we just got too optimistic about 
what could happen there. And those are states where it's, it's really hard to vote. Well, every, yes, it's very hard to vote. That's number one. Number two, everyone talks about the, how off the, off the polls were, and I'm not here to defend polling, but how do we know that the margin that the polls were off by, and again, Democrats did not lose as badly as, as people were saying, and therefore the polls were not as wrong as people were saying. And how do we know that the margin that the polls were off or part of that margin is not really the voter suppression margin or the margin that the USPS had an impact on or any of these things? Like, I just don't, I don't, before we jump and say we, that it's close or that, you know, yes, a lot of people in absolute terms, way more than they should voted for Trump and for terrible Republican options, but it wasn't close. Yeah. I agree. I mean, right on Monday, if you had told, or on Tuesday night, if you had told me how this would have been, I would feel a lot more sort of gleeful about the outcome than I did on Monday night. Well, on Wednesday, it was funny. It's funny to see the, uh, the Lincoln Project guys and all like the rhinos be, yes. be so, who are so anti-Trump, who are on like, quote unquote, the Democrats side, because they act like the way the Republican Party acts, but for democratic principles, which I think is a good thing because they're like, we won. Why are you so upset? Like, right. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's like Democrats are like, don't even know how to celebrate a victory. It's true. Whereas like, whereas like really it was, I think a lot of these Republicans who were like just saying it and they were, they were the first ones to claim victory. Yeah. Democrats need to collectively like go to therapy and challenge their, their like self-deprecating thoughts. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Take, take the W and let's, right. get, let's get to January and knock that one out of the park. Right. Take yeah. the W, Democrats. <laughs> take the dubs. Take it. All right, Sammy, until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.